KU. It was September 3rd at home against the Coyotes of South Dakota. And Kansas 1-1 one one as they open Big 12 play, hosting Baylor this Saturday in Lawrence. Welcome in now uh, our good friend, the color analyst for Kansas football, David Lawrence, joins us now. David, how you doing this afternoon? J-Mo, I'm great. Great to hear you and look forward to seeing you in person on Saturday at David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium. We're looking forward to the trip. Uh, how's weather going to be on Saturday? Uh, it's hot. You, you've never had hot weather. <laughs> we don't know anything about that. <laughs> we're going to catch you by surprise and hand you about 90 degrees. Uh, uh, but, you know, there'll, there'll be a shadow coming over the stadium uh, late afternoon, uh, this late in the gear. So it'll be shaded for the most part. You might have a little sun in your eyes early on, at least the people on the sidelines. Very good. Hey, looking forward to the trip. Uh, have you noticed that uh, the Baylor-Kansas is it? I mean, we're the Big 12 conference opener. This is the only one this week, and we are the first ones to play a conference game this year. Yes. And, uh, y- you know, uh, I-, I think basically you feel great about that if you win. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not really for it if you lose. So <laughs> you want to wait on that if you, if you get uh, on the short end of the stick. But uh, – uh, it is what it is, right? In, in football scheduling, sometimes it's done uh, years ahead. And uh, uh, it, it, it's, you know, particularly when it comes to non-conference, sometimes you schedule a team like Kansas did three consecutive years with Coastal Carolina. And we really didn't know about Coastal Carolina coming up and being a top 20 team. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, so that's just what, you know, how it goes. If you could – you know, make your schedule about six months out. I, I think you stay away from Coastal Carolina. So it's, uh, they're a powerhouse, uh, no doubt about that. We'll see how long uh, uh, they can keep uh, Jimmy Chadwell. He's uh, he's really got it going well out there by Myrtle Beach. Yeah, and the uh, the teal turf did that uh, that throw you any at all last Friday night? Well, I I don't like it. I, no, really? I just think it's too different. But who knows? Maybe yeah. my eyes are more sensitive. I, I think it needs to be closer to green. It's it's not like Boise, yeah. Um, so I, 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 it's probably not a big difference. I, you know, I'm probably just old, but I, you know, I just think, you know, some things need to stay consistent. I hear you know, I, maybe yeah. what you play on, yeah, you be yeah. green. <laughs> well, you know, we started that trend. Baylor started that trend, having having the uh, field in their school colors. <laughs> right. Am I right? <laughs> Most people follow suit on that, and of course, you know, but. When I was a kid, it was brown because, you know, by the end of the season, <laughs> it was brown, it was hard, it was dry, <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe frozen by the end of the yeah. year. That's true. <laughs> when, when you played, yeah, I was going to ask you, was it there at Memorial Stadium? But it had to be because this is the 100th year of, uh, of the stadium. So it, it's, uh, it's kind of changed and, and improved, been improved through the years, hasn't it? Yeah, yes, it has. It has. And, uh, uh, a true story, I'll be quick, but uh, the inspiration for the building of that stadium and the $200,000 they raised to build it came from the previous season when they finished 5-2-1, and one, but they played powerhouse Nebraska and was down 20-0 to zero at halftime. And, you know, by standards today, that's like being down 45 to nothing. Right. They came back and tied the Cornhuskers. But the trivia question for anyone in the audience is, who was the Jayhawks football coach mm. in 1920? Mm. I, I know this because I've read the notes. That's a great yeah. question. 
Can we can we let that marinate a little bit? Let, okay. Let people text in, Aaron, at 254-662-1660 if they know the answer to that question. Who would have been the Jayhawks football coach? Yeah, give us a shout on the CNC Collision text line. Perfect. And uh, if you know, we'll uh, we'll give you a shout out. Absolutely. We'll give you the answer uh, if no one gets it here at the end of our time. Very good question, David. I like that. Tell me about, uh, let's fast forward to 2021. Tell me about Jason Bean, who seems like uh, he has grabbed the starting quarterback position, uh, you know, grabbed the reins there and, and played really well in two games. Yeah, I think he, he's been the shining light uh, so far. A North Texas uh, transfer, Mansfield, Texas. You guys know all the high schools down there. and uh, he, You know, everyone knew about his speed, and he's, he's very fast. I mean, he's he's at next level fast, and, and he's got some length to him. He's six foot three, uh, but he he's got a pretty strong arm, and uh, uh, I, I think he's become more accurate as uh, the you know the summer camp and fall season began. And uh, you know, if we can keep him healthy, I, I think he's uh, going to be a nice piece for us. And then Jalen Daniels, who I think you saw. Last year, right. two freshmen literally thrown to the wolves. Right. He's a year older, more experienced, and uh, I, th- I think he's going to be a, a pretty good backup. So we kind of like where we're at with that position. But uh, uh, Bean is a 100-yard rusher out of Coastal, so uh, he can do some things. But, uh, you know, you want to try to keep those guys as upright as healthy as possible. Yeah, no question. And and offense, I mean, you had plenty of offense even in the loss to Coastal Carolina. What was it, 400, 412 yards against Coastal Carolina? So it sounds like, you know, you're putting some yards up. Yes, we are. And, and you know, I mean, not to make excuses, but, I mean, it's, it's not me that's coaching. So uh, uh, we didn't have spring ball with these coaches. And, mm-hmm. you know, the big difference in the game with Coastal, they, they were loaded with super seniors, not unlike your secondary and they had literally played together as a unit for two and a half years. And, and you know, our offensive line, even though some of them played football, but playing together in this system, uh, they're about five weeks in. And, and that really showed up as, as a difference, as we just weren't able to get uh, to their quarterback. And, and being as the game progressed, really took some pressure and some hits. Uh, so it, it helps. Not not just uh, consecutive starts, but when your unit as an offensive line can have so many starts together, I mean, they literally could scratch each other's itch. Uh, they knew each other so well. So, and that's, you know, we're going to see a lot of that, both of us, as we face uh, other teams that are able to get these uh, super seniors back. Yeah, you bet. That's a, that's a real plus for us. And you mentioned our secondary, all those guys are seniors back there. That's a huge plus. And good point about Coach Leipold coming in. It was late. I mean, it was really late. So you guys, you know, have been fighting with a short stick in that regards, uh, uh, you know, really getting to the start of the season. Yes. And, you know, co- Coach isn't making excuses. And, y- you know, your next question might be just, you know, what are our impressions? I've been around forever. And this is actually, and this is probably not a good thing for our program altogether that between as a, a player and I coached briefly and as a broadcaster, uh, this is my 12th head coach. Oh, man. And, uh, um, I, I think he's going to be one of our best. He, 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 I feel very strongly about that. He's 
he just brings the culture. He's brought his coaching staff. He's he's mixed in some good ones from a year ago that have stayed. And um, a no nonsense guy, you know, he doesn't try to be anyone. He's not. He doesn't point blame. He doesn't uh, try to be funny when he's not. He's he's just a ball coach. He's been successful everywhere. Uh, six national championships at Division Three Wisconsin Whitewater. A lot of people didn't think. He could get it done going into the back, a very tough conference at Buffalo. He did, in fact, do that and took them to bowl eligibility three consecutive years. Uh, I, I think it's not going to be if he gets our program turned around. It's just going to be a matter of when. And uh, th- this one's a tough one because we didn't have spring ball. But, hey, you know, he's not he's not approaching it like that. He's approaching it like hey, no, no excuses. We're going after it. And uh, we're already seeing the fruits of his uh, labor and his culture uh, as, uh, you know, we've made some strides since last year. One impressive thing about the uh, first two games for Kansas is zero turnovers, one of six Power 5 programs that has not committed a turnover yet uh, this season. Would that be a sign of what uh, Coach Leipold wants to kind of instill and install with this team? No doubt. I mean, I think you look at when programs – begin uh, it, it's not turning the ball over and solid special teams uh things that you can control now we did have a pump block that was a a major factor in our loss at coastal but overall special teams have been solid and uh you know jason bean did put the ball on the ground and, and had a pick that uh, initially was called a turnover but was not but uh, overall, this team does seem to be turnover savvy, and uh, I, I think those are some things that, that really uh, are ways for a team that might be uh, behind for whatever reason to uh, catch up and stay in there. Don't beat yourself. Hang around as much as you can. Have the pressure put on the team that's uh, the favorite, and I, that's probably going to be every uh, team that we play against this year. And I, I, I think we're going to have a way uh, – find a way to, to be successful at some point. I'm just uh, thinking in my mind, you've worked with 12 head coaches, football coaches at Kansas, 12? Uh, yeah, <laughs> can you, can you name them all in order? <laughs> I can't. I'm sure your audience <laughs> wanted to go hear you uh, talk about the hospital breaking in. But, uh, I, I came in, and there was a guy named Bud Moore, a Bear Bryant okay. disciple, and then it went to Don Fambro, there and then go. it went to Mike Godfrey. I coached for Fambro and Godfrey. Uh, Bob Valacini took over for Godfrey for a couple of years. Didn't work out. I don't so know that name. Glenn, Glenn Mason that uh, name. took over the program there. Uh, went, went to several uh, bowl games. He's one of our strong coaches. Um, that didn't turn out. So uh, then we went to – or actually he left. And then we brought in Terry Allen. Um, Terry Allen lasted five years because he beat Missouri a couple times, and we kind of like it when you beat Missouri. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That'll keep you in your chair. <laughs> yeah, Mark Mangino, um, you know, of course took us probably to our highest peak yeah. with the, uh, the Orange Bowl season. And, uh, you know, since then it's not uh, it's not been uh, uh, anything to write home about as we've had uh, a lot of transition with uh, Turner Gill, another coach from Buffalo, and and then uh, Charlie Weiss, um, you know that uh, didn't work out well. David Beatty, and uh, our who I really like, by the way, I really like David Beatty. 
he's an absolute gentleman. Yeah. And of course, no. you know, the fact that they're, you know, I mean, Terry Allen, another absolute yes. Yes. gentleman. Uh, uh, but it just didn't turn out uh, on, on the football field. And we know that this is a, a business-oriented type thing. And then Les Miles um, did not turn out well either. So um, so we, we, I think we, I know we got it right. And uh, we'll see how long it takes to uh, build uh, to build this, but I do believe it's going to happen. I think we'll see results in you know recruiting and all that kinds of thing. And it, what I heard in the break about you know the update about getting to uh, more uh, allow more than twenty five in your incoming class, so oh, yeah. teams can get to eighty five. Hey, we haven't been eighty five. <laughs> I've celebrated my what uh, <laughs> college graduation. Uh, it's been a while, so wow. I think that's a great rule because in basketball, you know, we can just start anew uh, <laughs> with, with a whole new team we can bring in here. But in football, we that 25 number has really caused us problems and uh, getting up to the 85 so we can have a more level playing field. That would be good. I got you. Hey, final thought. Uh, I'd be interested in your thoughts on uh, the four new schools that are headed our way into the Big 12 Conference. The announcement came last Friday. What do you think about adding those four? Um, you know, I think it sounds um, it sounds like it could be a good opportunity. All good football programs currently, right? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't know what the uh, television payout's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm not in charge of the finances at the University of Kansas. Uh, I want to do, um, you know, Travis Goff, our athletics director, who we really love, by the way. I think he started everything, the whole turnover, into a more positive future uh, in hiring Lance Leipold. But, you know, he says he's going to do what's best for Kansas. And, you know, that sounds like this could be a good situation for the Big 12. And and uh, we'll see. I mean, it's uh, – uh, I mean, since we, we've gone to the Big 12, I mean, there's always been kind of a rift somewhere. And uh, <laughs> it'd be great to get some stability so everyone likes where they're at and uh, we can build on a conference allegiance. And, you know, one of the great things has been is that, you know, you mentioned uh, our friendship, and I, I think that's true. Uh, Baylor and Kansas, uh, what a great relationship. And, you know, very uh, competitive in basketball and, you know, if we're not going to win the national title, then we we want the Baylor Bears to win the <laughs> That's national great. title every year. That's great. Yes, very good. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you on Saturday, and uh, thanks for being on with us today. J-Mo, it's a pleasure anytime. All right, bud. We'll see you on Saturday. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.